Well, I don't know. Have you ever been to New York City? Uh, I've been there a few times, maybe five or six times, and every time I go, it's just blows my mind. It's incredible. All the things you can see, all the places you can go and the things you can do, it's nuts, especially like going into Manhattan. If you've ever been into Manhattan, okay, first of all, if you haven't been there, it's okay because you've probably seen everything I'm talking about on TV or in movies because Rockefeller Center is like one of the places that are it's always making it into films and stuff. And you've probably seen the huge, gigantic statue of Atlas, you know, holding the globe on his back and he's, he's carrying the way of the world, right? Yeah, it's a pretty amazing sight. Well, I didn't know something that I found out just recently as I was reading an article by a pastor, Bruce Larson. And uh, Bruce was walking to go to St. Patrick's Cathedral. And that's just right across the street from Rockefeller Center where Atlas is. And as he was walking by, he looked over and he goes, oh my gosh, that thing has got to weigh tons. That thing is huge. That is, wow. That is just huge and power, you know, weighty. And he's thinking about this as he walks into the doors of St. Patrick's. And as he makes his way to the high altar and he gets up there, he notices that behind the high altar is the little statue. It's just like this big of uh, the boy Jesus. It's Jesus as a boy and he has his hand out like this and in his hand is this little orb. And as he looks closer, he realizes it's the globe, it's the world. And right then he said, uh, you know, God just spoke to his heart and he said, son, I, I just want you to know that you got a choice that you can make. You can either live like Atlas where you carry the weight of the world on your shoulders or actually you can come to me and you can put your world in my hands and you can live at peace and confidence that I got you. And I'm with you. And, and, and as I read that article, I just stopped and put it down. I went, oh my gosh, man, it's my choice on which side of the street I live. <laughs> am I living on the side of the street where I'm holding the way of the world on my shoulders or am I putting it in his hands and living at peace? That's what we're talking about today. Come on, how many of you want to put your world in his hands, right? And not take it back. That's It's not like a one-time deal. You have to keep keep giving it to him, right? And that, it just so reminds me of this passage of scripture. If you have your Bibles, open to Luke chapter 10, okay? Luke chapter 10 is the story of Jesus when he goes to Lazarus' house. Mary and Martha are sisters, Lazarus' sisters, and he's eating there. And in verse 38, here's what it says, that Jesus went on his way, came to the village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with such serving, with so much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her right now to come help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. There's a lot of important stuff, but there's one thing that's priority. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away 
from her. Okay, so some of you right now, some of you moms are going, oh great, this is the passage, this is the story he's going to do on Mother's Day, talking about moms working all the time and being all crazy and all that. And some of you dads are going, golly, what are we doing? This is just, uh, you know, why are we hitting this? Well, before I get into what Jesus is saying here, let me tell you what Jesus isn't saying. Jesus isn't saying it's okay to be lazy. So kids don't go home and say, Pastor Scott said, you know, like, oh, I don't have to do no chores. I can just sit and watch TV or listen to music. No, that's not what he's saying. And he's not, he's not slamming everybody who works hard and is busy. And he's also uh, not trying to shame us into thinking that we got to have an hour long devotion every day or we're bad Christians. No, he's not saying any of that. And it's also not a comparison between Martha type people and Mary type people. No, he's not saying that because Mary and Martha are both close followers of Jesus. They're in the inner circle, okay? It's not like Mary's in and Martha isn't. They're both in. This isn't, they both love Jesus with all their heart. Guess what? Both of them are incredibly valued by Jesus in that inner circle. And, and really what's happening here, he's not correcting Martha about her whole life. It's just in that moment, he, he is not correcting as much as he's inviting her to come to his feet and say, hey, you need what Mary's getting right now because right now you you look really tired and 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 out of gas, you know, emotionally. Your tank's on empty and and I want you to come to me so that I can help you. He's simply inviting her to come sit at his feet and put her world in his hand. Now, I think it's the same thing he's inviting all of us to do today. Not just moms, not just dads, every one of us. He's inviting every single one of us to come and to check the fuel level of our soul. And if we're on empty, he says, come on, come get the good portion that you need. This is what's necessary. You've got a lot of important things. Let me tell you what's necessary, that you fill your tank so you can keep going. Because if what happens when you're on an empty tank emotionally and spiritually? I'll tell you, everything gets screwed up. Everything's skewed in your mind. You get frustrated with what? Everything and everyone. You know, Okay, come on, guys. Sometimes we get frustrated with some people and some things, but can I tell you when your tank's on empty, that's when you get frustrated with everything and everyone. Have you ever been there? Some of you are going like, uh, I'm there uh, right now, okay? Well, listen, if you're there, I'll tell you one of the ways you can tell if you are uh, on empty, you know, living on empty, running on empty, I'll tell you, check out your prayer life. Your prayer life will sound a lot like Martha's prayer life. You remember how, Lord, Don't you see? Don't you care? Listen to that. Lord, don't you care? My sister's left me alone to have to do all this. And she doesn't ask the Lord what he thinks about it. He he tells her, she tells him what to do. Go tell her right now to go do this. Listen, if your prayer life starts sounding like that, um, you're probably on empty. Lord, um, don't you even care? Don't you see that I'm doing everything and I'm the only one who keeps doing it right? I'm the only one who stays faithful and nobody helps me. Nobody's doing anything. I feel all alone. I mean, if you start praying like that, it probably is a sign that for whatever reason, you've been working so hard and doing so many things that your tank's on empty and uh, the Lord it's responding you to you right now, just like he did to Martha. And this is what he says to me and to you, just like he did to Martha. Hey, Martha. You just need to come sit down over here. You need to come spend time with me. You need to just take the weight that's on the shoulders that you're carrying and put it at my feet and let me just speak to you. And you know what he's gonna say? I love you. I'm here for you. I care about you. This story is all about priorities. 
Now, let me tell you what I'm saying on that. Let's just say um, you're in your car and you're driving somewhere and you need to get there and you're, you may be running a little late and where you're going is important. Let's say it's getting to work or saying it's getting to a very important, you know, celebration or important event and you're trying to get there and all of a sudden you realize, oh my gosh, I'm already on empty. I, I, I don't even know that I'm going to have enough gas to get there. Let me ask you, what's important in that moment? What's important? Well, Both things are important. (laughs) Me getting there on time is important, right? Getting there is important. And uh, getting gas is important too. So it's not a a matter of what's important. It's a matter of what's priority. Basically saying this, getting there is the most important thing, not getting gas. But getting gas becomes the priority because the only way I'm going to get there is if I have gas and fuel to get there. The reason why I'm making that such a a point of that is I, I think a lot of times we psych ourselves out and thinking like this. And I talk to people like that. Hey man, you got to spend time with the Lord, man. You got to, you got to listen to God. You got to receive from the Lord. You got to put your cares on him. And people say, I don't have time for all that. You know, I got things to do. I got, I got things I got to get done. Totally get it. Every one of us is headed in a direction. And most of us who are Christians, we're living, doing things for God. We're doing it for our family. We're serving our families. We're serving, you know, our kids and in our marriage and, and for our church and for the things of God. And we're volunteering and we're doing things at school. All these things we got to get done and we got to get to. Are they important? Massively important. But you can't do it when you are on empty. If you don't get your emotional and spiritual tank filled. And this is why the Lord is just saying, come to me. Come to me. I want to give you the good portion. I want to give you what you need. You're so anxious and so troubled about many things, he said. But you need this fuel. You need my presence, my strength, my grace to help you keep going. Now, I got to be honest, uh, when I was writing this message, I started going, man, I don't know. Is this going to resonate with people? I mean, are, are, is this really helping anybody? So you know what I did is I took the message outline or the manuscript of what I'm saying right now, and I emailed it to five or six mamas in our church. And one of the moms was brave enough to write me back. And I just want to read to you what she said. She said, dear Pastor Scott, I'm not sure if you were asking for feedback, but I decided to give it anyway. <laughs> This story is really frustrating to me. I Let me just explain. All my life, I've wanted to be like Mary, to give my full attention to the Lord, to set aside time to just be with him, to hear his voice and follow his instructions. But motherhood doesn't lend itself well to a Mary lifestyle. Just because I live my life with the desires of Mary doesn't mean that all the million tasks that Martha is hustling to accomplish go away. It doesn't just go away. That's where the frustration lies. Making time to be merry amidst feeding my family, going to school functions, serving the church, working, working out. And then she puts in parentheses, as if I do that. (laughs) Making sure everyone has clean clothes and what they need for the next day. It is so hard. And so when I read this story, it makes me feel like prayer is just another thing I'm supposed to do, but, but don't have time to do it. So frankly, it just makes me feel bad about myself. I feel guilty because I'm not merry enough, much like I do about not working out. I feel jealous for those that are able to live the merry lifestyle. In fact, you know, if Mary was a friend of mine on Instagram, I'd unfollow her, she said, because it doesn't do my heart good to see how she's living the dream. I realize I'm being dramatic, but I'm stressed out 
I'm a stressed out mom and this is how I think. We live our lives every day for the people in our homes and it often leaves no room for the good portion that Mary has. How is it that I can have a merry heart but feel stuck in a cycle of operating like a Martha? It hurts my heart that Martha gets such a bad rep. She's only trying to take care of others and serve Jesus. And how do I live my life as a Mary while still taking care of business? What do I do? Just cast my cares on him? I guess that's the answer, she said. There are days that I have to mentally just put all my people and put all my worries in his hands and just give it to God. I pray, Father, I give you my sons. Father, I give you my daughters. I put them in your hands. Put my husband in your hands today. I put my home in your hands today. I put my bank account in your hands today. I put my list of responsibilities in your hands today. She ends it and just says, I'm not sure if I'm helping at all, but just wanted to share with you the emotions that this story evokes with me. I obviously got a lot of work to do, she said. (laughs) Well, I think this honest mama is hitting the nail on the head. This is, man, I totally get that. I just want to encourage any mom that's listening right now and you resonate with what she's saying. Can I just tell you something that I've been learning is that God loves you and he knows the season you're in. He, he sees the season of diaper changing. He sees the, the season of being the cab driver, having to be the taxi driver and take your kids from this place to that place to that place. He sees the season you're in and he loves you. And he loves you with every car ride and he loves you with every diaper change and he loves you with every time you're trying to put the kids to bed and they don't, I mean, all cleaning the house and washing the dishes. I mean, my wife and I talk about how I live in a magic house where everything just wake up in the morning and the cleaning's done, you know, wake up in the morning and the dishes are done and the trash is taken out and all that. And it's it's not really a magic house. I I just got, I got a blessing in my wife and, and my kids Sometimes see it, sometimes don't. And sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. But God sees it every time. And he knows it. And he wants you to know, just like he's saying to Martha. See, this isn't about Mary's good, Martha's bad, or Mary's the praying person and Martha's the working person. No, both of them worked. It just was, and both of them prayed. Both of them close to Jesus. It's just in this moment we see Martha was distracted with a lot of worry and a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety, like not just mamas, every one of us get. And God is just wanting us to know, Jesus wanted to remind us, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. And he's saying he wants to give you that peace. He wants to give you that strength. And you just gotta remember, guys, it's like breathing. Okay, it's not like you you just have to always stop and have an hour with God or something like this. It's, you know, breathing, breathe in, breathe out. I breathe in the oxygen I need. If you don't breathe, you don't live. Come on, you got to breathe, right? Breathe to live. Guess what? Same thing spiritually and emotionally. You got to breathe. And I, I go to meetings and I breathe, but don't even really think about breathing. I just have to breathe when I'm doing a meeting. I breathe when I'm... Sh- speaking to you. I'm breathing when I'm, you know, at work or when I'm at home, uh, just talking to the family. I'm breathing all the time. It's in every activity of my life in the same way in every activity of your life, you need to breathe spiritually and emotionally, which means you breathe out all the fear, all the anxiety, all the worry, all the stress, and you breathe it out. 
all that toxic stuff, that carbon dioxide type stuff emotionally, you breathe it and you cast it on the Lord. You put your world in his hands and then you get in his presence. You live in his presence. You, everywhere you are, you're aware of his presence and you breathe in, breathe in his love, his joy, his peace, the confidence that you hear him say, I'm with you and I'm for you and I will strengthen you. And just like when you get in your car and you fill up with gas, it isn't like hot dog filled up with gas, never have to do that again. No, it's like, man, once you burn that fuel, you gotta get some more. That's why the scripture says that his mercy is new every morning. Every morning, there's spiritual, emotional fuel. There's that good portion for you if you'll receive it. If you'll breathe through the day of giving it, all the issues to him and receiving his grace and his help. You know, I have to do this every single day. Every morning I wake up, I have to remind myself of this because I'm not a mom, but I'll tell you what I am. I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I'm a pastor, I'm a leader. I care about people. So it's almost like every day I feel like I'm supposed to be a leader that can help everybody and care everything. So it's like, I'm almost like this rocky, ah, like I got this, I got this type feeling. Like I gotta make sure I got it. And I gotta make sure everybody knows I got it. Be strong for my family, be strong for the people of the church. And so I have to remind myself every morning that I may think I've got to have it all together, but really I don't. I don't. I need him. And so I wake up in the morning and I put my hands in the air like this first thing and I say, God, I want you to know right now, I don't got it. I don't have it. I don't have the power. I don't have the strength. I don't have the wisdom. I don't have the authority to lead my life like you can. So I step down at the throne of my heart and then I open my hands like this, like I'm giving it to him. See, like in the world, the clenched fist, I got this type feeling, Rocky feel, I got this. That's kind of like the victory stance of the world, but this is the victory stance of the kingdom. I give it to you. I step down at the throne of my heart, I give it to you. I'll go where you want me to go, do what you want me to do, say what you want me to say, I trust in you. You are my promotion, my protection, and my provision. I put my world in your hands. And then I take a deep breath. Hey, why, why don't you just try that with me right now? Wherever you're at, where, wherever you are right now, I'm talking about wherever you're at in your heart, wherever you're at in your head, just get your hands like this. Just forget everybody else around you and just go like this. Get your hands like this and just repeat this prayer after me. Just say this, God, I don't have it. I don't have the power. I don't have the strength, the wisdom, or the authority to lead my life like you can. So I step down off the throne of my heart. Now open your hands to it, just release it. Breathe it out. You are my king. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. I trust in you. You are my promotion. You are my provision. You are my protection. I put my whole world in your hands. Take a deep breath. 
Now, if that's the first time you ever prayed that prayer, just keep praying this with me right now. If that's the first, if you've never given your life to the Lord, just pray this with me. God, I give you my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Take it all away. I don't want to live for myself anymore. I want to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer right then, can I tell you what just happened? Every sin you've ever done has been cleansed. It's been wiped away. It's been forgiven totally. And now God says, if you trust in him like that, like you just did, I give it to you. He says his spirit lives inside of you to empower you, to strengthen you every day. Listen, if you made that decision today, right now you're going to heaven, not to hell. His spirit lives inside of you. He's gonna lead you every day of your life as you listen to him and walk with him. You gotta tell somebody, you gotta tell your pastor, tell the pastor, Tell, tell your friend, tell, tell somebody in the church, come on, tell somebody about it and let them know, okay? Because we want to walk with you in this thing to know God and to walk with God every day of your life. Man, we rejoice with you big time. I'm telling you, I am so honored that I got to bring this message to you today. And I want you to know how much your pastor loves you and how much the leadership of this church loves you and cares about you. They wanna resource you that we made a deal, we partnered together that my new book, Parenting with Purpose, Seven Keys to Raising World Changers, that book they're gonna make available to you as a gift today. For every mom, for every dad, they're giving it to you today. Isn't that cool? And guess what goes along with it? The masterclass that I built that goes online, it's a masterclass about overcoming the pain of your past, dealing with the mom issues and the dad issues you have. Because here's the deal, in the book, you're gonna learn seven keys that are biblical keys to how to raise your kids on purpose to become everything God wants them to be. How cool is that? But let me tell you something, there's a lot of people who might take those principles and try to do them, but if you don't get things right in your heart, forgiving your mom, forgiving your dad, even recognizing what those issues are that that were placed on you by them and to forgive them and to to release it and then to receive the truth of who you are from the heavenly father and to reframe your life with boundaries and to be able to, listen, I'm gonna take you through it on the masterclass online. I'm gonna take you step-by-step through 11 videos and we're just gonna walk together step-by-step for you to come into healing and freedom so that you can have it right in here so that when you do the principles, it'll be in alignment with where you're at in your heart. Come on, this is where it ends right now. All that stuff from the past, it's not gonna be passed down to your kids because it's gonna be dealt with in here. We're gonna do that together. Come on, your pastor, the leaders of the church have made this available. They've paid for it. It's $24.99 value of it and they've got it. We've partnered together to get it for you. So somebody's gonna come up in just a moment and give you the specific coupon code for your church. And all you gotta do is go to parentingwithpurposebook.com. They'll tell you about it and put that in there. And you're gonna be able to download that ebook and that masterclass. Now, I hope you don't just download it, but you upload it in your life and you really go deep into it. Do it as a couple, do it, do it in your life because this is the difference between life and death and living in that, um, that place we've been talking about today with peace and with joy when it comes to your kids and when it comes to your marriage and when it comes to your relationship with your mom and your dad. So I'm so excited about that. Hey, God bless you today. I'm so excited I got to be with you. So excited about us being able to be together some more through the masterclass and the book. God bless you. Thank you so much for letting me be with you today. I love you. And uh, man, God bless you.